Welcome, Nexus Church family online to our series that's titled, And. Pretty simple, just the symbol, and. If you're wondering what that means, it refers back to a passage where the Holy Spirit is available. The Holy Spirit is available to you to encounter the power of God. And so over the next few weeks, we're going to be discovering what does that look like for you in your personal life. How you talk to other people, how you relate to God, your identity, how you experience supernatural gifts. What are they and is it scary? And then, of course, the Holy Spirit and prayer, how it unlocks your connection with God. So we encourage you to follow along with us as we investigate what is the Holy Spirit in your personal life. It has so much power available to you. If you have any questions or comments or if you want to learn more about us you can go to nexuschurchmn.com or you can email us at nexuschurchmn at gmail.com you can go to our facebook page our instagram page youtube page however we can connect with you and help you connect in your walk with jesus enjoy today's message Welcome back, Nexus Church family, to another week in our series titled, And. This week we're talking about the Holy Spirit and evangelism. Now for many who hear that word, immediately you get this kind of like, oh no, not that message. I didn't sign up to listen to this, and maybe I'll just stop it right here and not go any further. I, I understand, I'm honestly the same way and for those of you who are excited and get just razzed up for uh, thought of sharing your faith with others you are definitely amongst the minority but we so value you and appreciate you we just hope you understand that most people don't feel the same way as you do you see telling people about Jesus is just plain weird in today's society it just is now, probably most people don't think it that way, but it's just this cultural feel or vibe, if you will, that people have about sharing the faith. It is something that is so personal. It's kind of like talking about politics. Like, it's just, it doesn't get people excited. It causes fear. It causes, do I, do I say the wrong thing? It, will somebody not like me anymore if I say that? But the reality is, is, that unless somebody hears about Jesus, they don't have an opportunity to enter into heaven and be with the Father for eternity. They don't get to be in paradise. And that alone should be enough to put away all of our fears, all of our anxieties. And honestly, we aren't left powerless to do it. So it truly is the enemy of the kingdom of God that is putting these thoughts and ideas into your head. So today, we want to put aside all of those fears, all those anxieties, all that, that sweaty palms or, or hyperventilating or, or just complete absolute shutdown when it comes to sharing with somebody who hasn't heard about Jesus or what we perceive as somebody who hasn't heard. Some, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. We don't know until we ask. 
And so today, let's dive into a passage where we have a great example of how to properly approach a person who has questions or who we don't know whether they have questions or not. And this will help us, I hope, help you and encourage you in your walk with Jesus as you share. Because the reality is, is God has gifted you with the message and it is you who have the ability to either be obedient or walk away and not give that person the opportunity. And we don't want to walk away from an opportunity for a person to know Jesus. So today's passage is found in Acts chapter 8, verses 26 through 39. Acts chapter 8. Now, Acts is right after the Gospels. It's pretty much three-quarters of the way through the Bible. So if you're trying to find it through an actual Bible, or if you have a device and you have your favorite Bible app, just type in Acts. I'm reading it from the Christian Standard Bible, the CSB. And so if you're following along on a device and you want to follow along with a similar translation, uh, you can do so. And so today, I want to encourage you. Maybe you feel like you failed in the past. Maybe you feel like you don't have the right skills or maybe you're not knowledgeable enough. The reality is, is it doesn't matter how long you've been a follower of Jesus. It doesn't, know how, doesn't matter how much you know about the Bible or don't know about the Bible or how ill-equipped you feel. You have everything you need to tell somebody about Jesus. Everything you need. Because as this title says, we have the Holy Spirit to help us share our faith. And so let's dig in. I've given you some time to find Acts chapter 8, and we will begin in verse 26. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. This is one of the people that followed Jesus, right? This was one of the guys who was there with him. He said, get up and go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. That is the desert from, that is the desert road, sorry. So he got up and went. And there was an Ethiopian man, right? So this is a guy from Africa, from fairly far away in that day and age to travel that far. That was a fair distance. And he was a eunuch and high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. So this was a who's who. This guy had power. He had come to worship in Jerusalem. Something happened. He became interested in Yahweh, the God of Israel. So he came to worship. He came to inquire more about this Yahweh. And he was sitting in his chariot on his way home, right? He'd already gone. He went to Jerusalem. He was going back to Ethiopia. And he was reading from the prophet Isaiah, one of the best books in all of the Old Testament, at least I personally feel that way. I love the book of Isaiah. And the Spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. Philip, when Philip ran up to it, he heard him reading from the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? How can I, he said, unless someone guides me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the scripture passage he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter. And as a lamb is silent before its shear, so does he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will describe his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. Well, the gentleman, this eunuch, was 
confused. The eunuch said to Philip, I ask you, who is this prophet saying this about himself or someone else? Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus beginning with that scripture. Philip didn't say anything more. He just told him about Jesus based upon what was just read. He didn't go into theology. He didn't, he didn't go and dig into to deep things. He just started where the question was. And as they were traveling down the road, they came to some water. The eunuch said, look, there's water. What would keep me from being baptized? So he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he was baptized. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch did not see him any longer, but went on his way rejoicing. What an interesting passage, right? And how does that apply to sharing our faith? Now, you may read that, and you're like, dude, that is way out of my league. But honestly, it's not. This isn't some crazy, like, Billy Graham kind of sharing the faith, right? This is like very basic, one-on-one, anybody can do it at any time. Whether you're standing in the grocery line and waiting for the cash register to, to come to you, and you have somebody behind you, and you're just sitting there looking at the magazine rack, or if you're at work in the assembly line, or, or whatever you might be doing, this is something that you don't have to be weird. Like, this is just normal conversation. But it does begin with some crazy faith. Not, 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 not the kind of faith that, that only, only the elites can get in the spiritual world. This just requires you to say no to yourself and yes to Jesus. That's where it all begins. Obedience. But even before that, it requires time with God. Hearing and obeying. That's where I want to begin today. You see, it's, it's not as if Billy Graham started out as the Billy Graham that everybody knows. Now, maybe you don't know Billy Graham. Billy Graham was one of the most influential evangelists that had these great auditoriums filled with people, and thousands of people would come to Jesus in a night and give their life to him and become followers of Christ. But Billy Graham truly didn't start out that way. He started out like anybody else. Here's how he began. By hearing. This is how every great, if you want to call them great in, in our world as we call great, you, it just begins by hearing. You see, if you want to read all of chapter 8 of the book of Acts, you will find out that Philip was in the middle of this massive move of God. He was preaching and teaching and people were being healed and things were just happening in another community. He was, he was just seeing a mighty move of God where he was at. But he spent time listening to God. He, he, he gave time to just listen. You see, it all begins there. Whether you want to share your faith with somebody else or, or just go down the path that God has for you, it begins by actually taking time to listen. We all understand 
what a busy life is like. Philip's life, it was no different than ours. He was busy doing stuff, but yet he could hear the voice of God. He understood <laughs> that it was important to listen, to step away from all the amazing things that God is doing. It's so easy to get wrapped up in doing because when things are happening and God is moving, we can so easily just say, ah, I, I, praying is important, but if I, don't, if I don't get going on this this morning, I don't get, get that task done, it won't get done because I'll have other things to do at other times that it, it, this happens to happen right now. And so we bypass the praying with God, spending time with him to do that task. Then we miss that. And we, we give God no chance to speak to us. And so Philip, he listened to God. Why do we know that? Because it says so. Listen to this. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Verse, verse 26 right away. Then in verse 29, the Spirit told Philip. And in both instances, Philip responded. Listen, angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, get up and go south to the road that goes down from Jerusalem to, to Gaza. So he got up and went. He had to have heard if he responded and went, right? When Philip ran, okay, when the Spirit of the Lord told Philip, go and join that chariot, Philip ran to it, right? He had to have heard it. He listened, and then he obeyed. You see, hearing is important, spending time with God, but we can also end up on the side of just spending time with God, and when he speaks to us, those important things he, we, we need to hear to be obedient, sometimes it's hard. You see, it's the basics that create the person who is great in the kingdom of God. It's spending time hearing and then having the faith, trust, and boldness to do it. And that's where it gets hard. I can spend time with God. It can get difficult, but sometimes he tells me to do stuff, and gosh, that's really not what I want to do. I have to say no to what I want, and, and that can be hard. I can get selfish, worship what I want to do, say no to God. I don't know about you, but I've done that so many times in my life. It can get to the point where, where you don't even hear from God anymore because you said no so many times and you've just stopped that communication. You can, you can tell somebody no so many times before they're like, I'll go find somebody else to ask. You're never willing to help. You're never willing to be, be a, a, a valuable piece. I can't put words into God, but I just wonder if he's the same way. I've given you so many opportunities. You've, you've spent time praying with me all these years, and I keep putting these things on your heart, and you just, one after another, you say No. I know God is a gracious God, a merciful God. But until we say yes to him and the little things that he puts in our hearts, 
why would he give you that massive opportunity that you're waiting for, that you're just wishing, God, if only I could get that, if only I could get that, man, I would be just right where, right where I know you want me to be, but you're not willing to say yes in the little things. Man, that's a hard thing, isn't it? Obedience. What I love about Philip is not only is he a willing soul, he's like, exuberant he ran up to the eunuch right i mean think about this this man has to leave this city-wide massive move of god in another city in a big city he leaves it all behind and he goes to a place where god doesn't even tell him like go and Philip's like to what i'm not gonna tell you i want you to go down a desert road like what's on a desert road nothing lives on a desert road god why do you want me to go down this desert road you'll know when you get there and so philip does it leaves a city-wide revival behind and goes to a place on a desert road thinking that he's just gonna spend some time with god there i guess because what else do you do on a desert road and so he goes until God says, I stop. And then when he gets there, he sees this high official, and he's like, whoa, okay. Um, like, <laughs> this is leveling up. I wasn't expecting this on a desert road. What in the world is an Ethiopian, like, guy who's in charge of all the treasury? Like, man, like, we're next to the president here with this guy. And you want me to talk to him? Like, this dude could potentially put me in jail if I say the wrong thing. You're Okay, here we go. He runs to him. So it all begins there. Spending time regularly with God, asking him, I know this is going to be hard, God. I know you may ask me to do some things that I really am uncomfortable doing, but I want to be obedient. What do you have for me? It might not be as clear as what, what we see in Philip, it, albeit it was still pretty vague, like, go down that road, like, okay. It might be vague. It might be very clear. It might be, I'm not really sure, but I'd have this sense. And I'm just going to start walking down that road, and, and if things continue to, to pan out, I'll just keep following God. And maybe that's it. Will you just start there? That's where evangelism begins, listening and obeying. But how does that work? Like, like Philip just listened and obeyed. We get the details of how he shared his faith in this passage, which this is what I love about this passage Yes, it gives the basics, the foundation of listening and obeying, but it also gives you the detail, the things that, that we so get tied up with and like, I don't know what to do. This is confusing. I'm, I don't know. Like, that's just weird to approach somebody. Like, we get the details. Listen to this. Philip initiated. He approached him, right? First things first. <laughs> Friend, if you want to not be weird, just simply walk up to a person 
and be the person that engages. You don't have to say anything weird. You just say, hey, how's it going? That's exactly what Philip did. He walked up and he said, hi, um, I'm, I'm Philip. Seen you around? Um, actually, I haven't. Uh, then he asked the question, do you understand what you're reading? Like, <laughs> what's, wh why are you reading that? You're not an Israelite. What, 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 what leads you to that passage? Right? It just, it began with a simple question. It began with a question. Do you understand what you're reading? Now, clearly, this was a, a pretty easy gateway to the conversation. But when you're standing in line, you know, that, that's probably not the time to ask what you're reading. <laughs> but, but simply, just start that conversation. Most of you probably won't be in that kind of situation because things don't always line up that way. But we definitely have coworkers. We have students at school. We have neighbors. We can easily ask the question, how are things going for you? Asking the question doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't. Asking the question and letting the conversation go from there is exactly what Philip did. He just asked a question. Whatever, where, wherever you find that conversation, how are you doing? How are the kids? How's work? Easy question. To let them talk and begin the conversation and then follow it up with, how are you doing in your personal life? How, how, are, how are you doing internally? Now that can get a little intimidating for some, but when you allow the conversation, it can be really easy to, to allow them to open up those doors and then you can ask that little deeper question, a little deeper question, right? And then just listen. You ask, you listen, and you follow that up. Sometimes you need to ask and let them talk. Listen. Ask, let them talk, and you listen. Now, do that for a while, and then it's time to respond. Now, this passage gives us an immediate, like Philip asked. He got the response. He listened, and then he immediately explained to him exactly from where he was at how you go to Jesus this is such a beautiful layout listen 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 and I can guarantee you the Holy Spirit has been given to empower you to speak trust the Holy Spirit to lead you in those conversations ask listen ask listen then when the opportunity is right, respond and use the gospel of Jesus, the fact that Jesus died for us so that we could have freedom to be the ticket that leads into, hopefully, just like the eunuch, a transformation and acceptance that Jesus is both Lord and Savior. And then... And if you're so lucky, you get to baptize him immediately like we read, right? I love how 
Now, in many translations, they've put this in the bottom, but verse 37, give an opportunity to respond. Listen to how Philip responded. The, the eunuch said, how, how, do I, how do I respond to this message that you just shared? Like, I, I'm confused. What do I do from here? You gave me this great explanation of this passage and who it was referring to. That is, of course, Jesus. How do I respond? And Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And then he said, I believe that Jesus is Christ, the Son of God. And so he baptized him. Uh, the one thing that I do want to highlight today is that you have only one job to do. You're not the Savior. You're not the one that changes a heart or transforms a heart into a follower. That is the Holy Spirit's job. The Holy Spirit will, will work on the heart of the individual, and he will give you the words to speak. And together, your obedience and the Holy Spirit working in that heart will together bring a person to salvation. That is a beautiful work. It's you, but it is the power of the Holy Spirit working in that individual. You just have to be obedient and share. Share what you can. Share what the Holy Spirit gives you. Because I can guarantee you, the wisest person in the world cannot give the right information without the Holy Spirit guiding that conversation. You just have to be obedient. Know what you know. And don't stop learning. Don't stop growing yourself. Don't stop being a student of the Bible and theology and understanding how salvation works. And that's all important. But the beautiful thing is, is you don't have to be a genius to share what God leads both you and that individual towards. It is obedience. Listening both to God and to the individual and responding. Isn't that beautiful? I just love how God works. He uses us even though we're imperfect. And that's every person. Whether you're a Billy Graham or some massive theologian somewhere in this world or just somebody who's new to the faith, God uses all people to bring others to faith. That's the beauty of God. He is so good. He is so powerful. Listen to what he says through Peter in 2 Peter 3.9. And I want to close with this. He says, The Lord does not delay his promise, as some understand delay, but is patient with you. Listen to this not wanting any to perish, but all to come to repentance. God's heart is solely to bring people across the world to faith in Jesus for the removal of their sins and so that they can be right with the Father and live with him for all of eternity in heaven. That is God's desire. Jesus came and he did one thing. He proclaimed it himself in the book of Luke. He said, I have come to seek and to save the lost. That is God's desire. And it is his desire to use you. Will you be obedient? Will you listen to the Holy Spirit? Will you spend time and listen to the hearts of those who don't know him? And will you share the love of Jesus? Will you be obedient? You are the most valuable tool God has in this world to do the work of sharing the faith and bringing people to salvation. Will you be obedient? Who will you reach out to this week that doesn't know Jesus? Will you do it? Father, I pray for every person listening. 
And maybe somebody's listening today who doesn't know you, Father. I pray that you will work on their heart and help them to understand that there is no other way to being right with the Father but through Jesus. He said himself, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Father, I pray that you work on that person's heart and help them to understand their need to put Jesus as both their Savior and as their God, their Lord. Do that right now in the name of Jesus. And I pray for all of those listening, Father, who do proclaim you as their Savior and Lord God. I pray that they will today reach out to somebody who doesn't know you and just listen. Listen to both you and the Holy Spirit and just be obedient to what you lead them to, God. Father, they are the most valuable tool, God. Their identity is all wrapped up in the fact that you have called them to be a child of God and a child of God shares the good news about how they became a child of God so that others can become part of that family as well, God. We want the family of God to explode, God. And I pray that every person listening today will be obedient and rise up and be that tool in your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, Nexus Church family, and we'll see you again real soon.